0: Welcome to another episode of the Pastor's Inbox on the Man of God Network, brought to you by Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. In our last conversation, we talked about freshness in preaching. We're going to continue talking about preaching in this conversation by addressing sermon introductions. And before we jump right into uh, our questions, I will continue to encourage our listeners to submit your questions to pastorsinbox at cbtseminary.org. Uh, That really helps us to uh, think through some ways that we can help our listeners. And uh, we hope that in the conversations we've had opportunities to do that, uh, that they have been a blessing to those who have listened. So if you have questions related to uh, pastoral ministry, please do submit your questions. Uh, We would love to take them up. But uh, for our conversation on sermon introductions, we'll begin by asking this question. uh, Why are sermon introductions an important part of a sermon?
1: Well, I think even the way you put the question, it is an important part of a sermon uh, to make people ready to listen, to give their attention, uh, both by way of setting the stage for where we're going, but hopefully even to whet the appetite. You know, we've been As pastors, we've been studying all week, we've been immersed in the uh, subject, and now hopefully we come ready to go. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. But our hearers haven't had that privilege. In fact, they may have had a little time to prepare to listen. They might have come distracted. And so uh, what will facilitate making them ready to ease into the subject or more uh, to desire to hear and and to hear hear? yet more, uh, maybe even to catch something of our enthusiasm, or or at least be impressed with the seriousness of the matter. If they are to hear all that is said, well, it's important for the preacher to start off well, to have them with him from the get-go. And so I would say, if for no other reason, the introduction to the sermon is very, very important in that regard. Joe, what would you add to that, brother? Um, well, I would, I do
2: think that, uh, first impressions are important mm-hmm. and, and while mature hearers should have patience and perseverance and not allow themselves to be turned off if they get a negative first impression, uh, still people are people and people are naturally too much affected by first impressions. If my introduction doesn't get their attention, I figure it's going to be more difficult to get their attention later in the message. So uh, sermon introductions are important uh, because of the law of first impressions. Uh, Sermon introductions are important uh, because uh, the introduction sets the stage for the rest of the sermon. It gives right direction to the minds of the people as to what it is that we're going to be covering in that particular message. Uh, what's the point we want to make in the message? Uh, the, uh, we need to whet the people's appetite for what's ahead in the introduction. And, uh, therefore the introduction should usually have some bearing on the major theme of the sermon. Mm -hmm. And often the uh, conclusion refers back to the major theme of the sermon. I heard something one time that stuck with me, uh, Someone was defining what good preaching is, and they were talking about the three parts of a sermon, the introduction, the body, and the conclusion, and how they're all interrelated. And this person said, and you can take it for what it's worth, uh, first you tell the people what you're going to tell them, then you tell them, and then you tell them what you told them. (laughs) And that covers your introduction, your body, and your conclusions. Again, you can take that for what it's worth. Um, I'm certainly not an infallible. I'm not an infallible anything, and I'm certainly not an infallible, uh, homiletician. Um, so, but those are some, some general ob- observations. I don't have any doubt, uh, Pastor Lee, that uh, great sermons have been preached that had mediocre introductions, but I think it's probably, uh, more likely, that a great sermon is going to be started with a uh, great uh,
0: introduction. Hmm. Austin? Thank you, brothers. You begin to tell us some of the different purposes of sermon introductions, like wetting the appetite or telling the listeners what we're going to be uh, talking about, or maybe even the stating of the thesis of the sermon, if you have a thesis of the sermon. Um, and This question uh, could have different answers because perhaps there are different convictions about what is the most effective uh, or primary goal in sermon introductions. I know some people uh, strongly emphasize hooking the listeners or some people strongly emphasize getting into the text as quickly as you possibly can. I've heard Steve Lawson give an illustration about how, uh, the sermon introduction shouldn't be too long because you don't want the porch of the house to be longer than the house itself. Uh, but in your each of your estimations, what do you think is the primary goal of a sermon introduction? Uh, what, what do you think is the most important thing an introduction does?
1: Well, I would say uh, yes to everything you just said, all of the above. I, I think it's hard to say which is the primary goal. And in fact, that might even vary uh, depending on the sermon. Uh, As said before, uh, we've been in the text and our hearers haven't. Well, what will make them ready and even eager to hear? Um, Or, as I've said already, maybe someone comes quite distracted or, or maybe not particularly interested. Well, to use your language, what will hook the interest of that individual? And, but at other times, yeah, we do want to get into the text as soon as possible. We know we've got a lot of material to cover and, well, just a quick word to set the stage, uh, something very, very brief. Uh, but if we're engaged in a series, uh, consecutive exposition or topical exposition, I, I think review is very appropriate, if not needed, you know, for the sake of our regular listeners, uh, for them to see where we've been, and just a reminder, and and then, you know, the connection to the context of what we're coming to next, Um, and especially for those who haven't been there. Maybe it's uh, members who have been away, you need to get them up to speed, or newcomers, first-time visitors, and what in the world? So I think some review to, enough to set the stage, Uh, and all this underscores that the introduction of the sermon is very important and therefore it's worth real effort. It has all kinds of goals of primary goal may change even, but it is worth the effort to get it right. So Joe, what would you say is the primary goal of the sermon introduction?
2: Well, I, I will say that uh, I agree with the question that hooking the listeners' interest is certainly a primary goal. Uh, The, the intro is the bait. Um, If we're, if we're to do any good, we have to have the listeners ear and that's not easy to obtain. And it's not easy to maintain. We know that the lost, lost man has generally no interest in what we've got to say. And the saved people in our congregation are still in the flesh. And what we need to do, if we're going to carry them along uh, is to hook them early and uh because if you don't do this i think i said this earlier it becomes less likely that you'll be able to hook them later um it's also important that the introduction be connected to the sermon theme and will uh, we need a, an introduction that will naturally flow into the body uh especially the first point of the message uh no matter how attention grabbing your introduction may be Uh, We have to make sure it's well connected to uh, the message, because if not, the discerning hearer may recognize that our introduction is we're just trying to be flashy and a discerning hearer may be turned off by that. The introduction uh, might be the first part of the sermon, but it should be a real part of the sermon, Mm -hmm. not just an interesting tidbit to get people's attention, but something to get their attention where we want their attention to go, hmm. uh, you know. Here's something I am—I'm very guilty of having a long porch and a, and a short house. To to go back to your illustration, uh, brother Austin, and I need to work on. My father told me years ago he's been he's been in heaven for about 18 years now, but he used to tell me your introductions are way too long, Joe. Uh, so the introduction should not be too long. It is better to be too short than to be too long. So that's something that I'm still uh, trying to work on. Uh, Once you hook that fish, you don't, you don't just leave him out there on the line. You got to start reeling him in. And uh, the longer to keep on with our fishing uh, illustration, the longer after the fish, after you've hooked the fish, the longer it takes to reel him in, the more chance there is of him breaking free and you're going to lose him. So there's, there's an illustration for for us to think about. Um you know what it's the the long introduction is um is a bigger danger I think when you are in the middle of a series hmm. and you're doing a review. Uh and therefore we do have to to practice and get better at reviewing when we need to review because we do need to for the reasons you mentioned pastor lee but also don't let them go on too long mm. so we can get on into the message for that particular
0: day mm. that's very helpful uh pastor lee you looked like you might have wanted to say something
1: oh no no
0: i'm oh, okay sorry <laughs> um no that's that's very helpful uh pastor joe your uh illustration about reeling in the fish when it's time to reel the fish in i think is a vivid picture to uh, illustrate. Uh, yeah, we need to we need to get to the body of the the sermon at some point. So thank you for that illustration. I think it's very helpful. Um, just to wrap up our conversation, for by way of my last question to ask you guys, you guys can take as much time you want to answer it. Uh, what do you do, or what advice can you give by way of the introduction to the sermon?
1: As to what I do, uh, I often, though not always, but I often begin with a question, um, something relevant to where we're going. It's kind of a quick way of getting the attention and and setting the stage, though, again, I don't always do that, and that would be one thing I think that's important to underscore, that it's good to mix things up. You know, you don't want it always to be the same. At times, a question, sometimes, a quick word of review, uh, maybe something about the context, maybe something about uh, uh, current events that uh, is leading to as to why we're going in a particular subject, but to, to mix things up a bit. Uh, going back to what you said about the long porch and the uh, uh, short house, uh, uh, Pastor Albert Martin and his pastoral theology lectures, I, I remember uh, something about you know, the, the, the porch needs to be suited to the house. You know, you don't want some large and elaborate uh, entrance to a log cabin. You want something suitable. And with that, I would say something inviting, like that uh, rocker on the porch of that log cabin would be very inviting. And so uh, maybe varying the length of introductions uh, but as you said, Joe, avoid going too long. And I can give one good reason in addition uh, for not going too long is you're eating up time uh, for the sermon. And, uh, you know, the, the truth that we're going to expound, usually Reformed Baptist preachers don't have uh, too much time on their hands when it comes to, uh, to, to, to preaching. You know, how am I going to put some filler in here? That's usually not our problem. Uh, but also varying the introduction in, in other ways, especially, you know, you want to avoid, you know, the, now we come to the 563rd installment on the book of Philemon, and and here we go. You know, you say that every week, it says last time it was 562nd. So, yeah, I think varying it that way. Uh, and and what you said, Joe, about about review, I think that's very important. We don't want to re-preach last week's sermon, right? And we don't need mm-hmm. to cover the entirety. Of the book of Hebrews, or however long the book is, you know, I'm going to give you the entirety of the book of Isaiah as we now come to chapter 66 and uh, going from there. I think just enough to set the stage for the next installment, unless rare circumstances require otherwise. For for the introduction, I think it's important to always keep in view what we're doing. We're introducing the sermon, and and therefore, take care. do that even to think about it you Mm -hmm. know i know some men prefer uh to come up with their introduction really after the sermon is near done Uh, so they're looking at as a whole and what's going to fit there i I, i'm more of a starting off with that early on my introduction and outline but uh, whatever the case it's very important to give thought to the introduction how to begin how to have the minds or the hearts of the people engaged and Mm -hmm. uh, also I think it can be helpful to consider the way esteemed preachers have introduced their sermons, and not simply to imitate them, but to learn. How did they do that? Or to read about the introduction and, and trusted works on homiletics. Uh, I've made reference to Pastor Albert Martin in, in, in volume two of his uh, pastoral theology. He has two chapters of what were two lectures in the original uh, uh, lectures given many years ago on the introduction. Well, I would uh, commend those. If you don't have the book, Sovereign Grace Audio Treasures. They're right there. Uh, so, but Joe, I'm going to throw this back to you. What do you do, brother, uh, by way of introduction?
2: Well, I I try to... Uh, brother Austin is showing us his copy of uh, Pastor Martin's Theology. Um, I, I try to... Uh, do find something interesting and something that will hook the listener something that will get their attention uh as long as it's something related to the text or the subject um i, I still do as i've already confessed need to work on shortening the introduction so i can move quicker into the body of the message when you talk about the uh, disproportion of the porch to the house uh, Uh, When my father was reproving me for my long introductions, he would always point out how uh, short my sermon goes from long to longer to shorter. And uh, I usually find myself having to think halfway through my sermon. What part am I going to leave out? Because (laughs) a lot of times because I have uh, prepared too long of an uh, introduction. You know, lest any of our uh, younger brothers should think uh, we have the spirit of God. Why are we talking about mechanical things like this? Well, yes, we do have the spirit of God, but we are mere mortals. We are flawed mortals and we're speaking for the king and Mm -hmm. we should want to do the best job we can possibly do. And that's why uh, two chapters by Pastor Al Martin on the sermon introduction is is not uh, too much. Hmm. um we need to speak uh, reasonably we need to speak attractively uh we need to speak persuasively uh we need to be like uh, the apostle acts uh, chapter 14 when he came to iconium he so spoke that a great multitude both of Jews and also Greeks believed and we know that they didn't believe without the powerful working of the holy spirit but the Bible does say that Paul so spoke that they believed. And if it's important for a doctor or a plumber or a mechanic or a carpenter to be the best they can be at their craft. It's important enough for us to think about our sermon introductions hmm. and if we can make them the best we possibly can. Hmm. Amen. Amen.
1: Also,
0: yeah, I think. Yeah. Go ahead, if, Pastor Lee.
1: If, if I might just make comment on something that neither Joe or I have addressed, because in, in reform circles, we've not really had the need to address it. And that is, you know, the old way of you start off with a joke, you warm the people up with a joke. Well, we've not had to address that. And, and we're assuming that our listeners are on set, but isn't that good that you don't even have to give warning against doing that, you yeah. know? Uh, because what kind of an abomination is that? Do you warm people up with a joke like you're a comedian or something, you know? So anyway, that's just something that came to mind as as, uh, seeing what we hadn't addressed, but I leave it at that.
0: Mm -hmm. In this conversation we've been talking about sermon introductions and we do hope that it will be of use to uh, our listeners, anyone who preaches the word of God, pastors, gifted brothers. Uh, May it help us to think through improving in our sermon introductions. If you have any questions related to anything we've been talking about, please submit your questions to pastor's inbox at cbtseminary.org. And until next time, we wish you grace and peace. God bless.